Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a bug. Dad, we're men. Okay? That means two things. You're listening to the Horse Divided Podcast. Everyone turn away. Things are going to get crazy. Now for your favorite Star Cross Brothers, Cannon Gray. tuning in to the horse divided podcast i'm here with gray again this is can how's your week gray good good to be back you know it's just chilling with the hometown friends chilling what what have you guys been up to um just partying trying to keep safe with covid yeah can't so be not you're... partying allegedly <laughs> purdue listening he yeah. is not partying at all nope um how about you Nothing, just working, trying to get to the holiday, trying to make it to some sort of a break. A lot of my coworkers are getting sick with the virus, so I'm just having to do the work of more people. It absolutely sucks, but, you know, um, I can't even say hopefully it pays off in the end. I'm paid by the hour, so. Yeah, it's paying <laughs> off, I guess. Yeah. Um... So, I mean, it's a damn shame we didn't get to see that game yesterday. Yeah. The bucket game canceled. Yeah. I mean. Oh, you really lucked out, though. Oh, my God, dude. Dude, you were, you're playing like a that. football school. All oh, right? Okay. You're talking to about Indiana football. Uh-huh. Storied program, that is, Indiana. The storage. See, you don't got history, though. Oh, my gosh. No, um, that is such a bummer. I mean, that game was always, I mean, just such an event in Bloomington. Always on the calendar. Yeah. So always looks forward yep. to. We're going to put another P on, on the bucket. Oh, my God. You guys aren't even going to get anywhere near that bucket for until, I can't see when. Maybe when t- Allen dies. Mm. <laughs> Only way I see that happening anytime soon. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it was a shame. How do you feel about the Big Ten treating IU that way? Do you think you should be in the tournament? or? I think absolutely we got shafted. I mean, Ohio State, yes, they have the fans. They have the money. The talent. But if we started this whole season... With those rules in place, they shouldn't get to play. You have to play to get to the championship. I mean, yeah, they do deserve to be there. They are the best team. But, I mean, based on strength of schedule, you saw I showed you that picture. Did you see it? It was like strength of schedule, best records based on that. And IU was number four. And we're eight and one. Mm-hmm. And... It, it, the I mean, they haven't 
you have to prove yourself. And five games is such a small sample size. Yeah. Well, do you think the best team IU beaten was Wisconsin? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, Northwestern also beat them. Like, Wisconsin is a shell of what I thought they were going to be. Um, that being said, it was a tough game, and IU did show a lot. Like, every year we ever have hope in IU, or in a game like that, we lose that game. I don't know. It's just a different team. This whole LEO mindset, it's really taking off. It's getting its footing, and I'm excited to see where this ends up. This is going. This train is going places, so hop on board, y'all. Well, Boilermaker train doesn't stop, so. Oh, my God, I did say train, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this jet is taking off. Okay, there you go. Punch your ticket. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just talking about how Ohio State gets to go, that's absolute nonsense. I mean, if if that was the case and, oh, my God, I mean, that they get a play in the Big Ten Championship, I don't see why we couldn't also have had a vote on who gets to play them. Because, I mean, if that's the case and teams are going down, then the divisions really are just pointless this year. So why can't we get a rematch it with them in a neutral location? Instead of Northwestern? Instead of Northwestern. I mean, I think, yeah, if, if you, the argument for Ohio State getting in the game is they deserve to be there. Because of how crazy. Yeah. Yeah. If that's the argument, then why doesn't IU deserve to be there? Mm-hmm. They've proven that they're the second best in the, in the conference. Yeah. There's I, no way they're not the second best. Yeah, I see it like they gave it to Ohio State just because of how different the year is. And I agree with you, like with the Northwestern part, like what's what's the point of divisions if we're just throwing out the old ways and if Ohio yes! State can still make the second, it? The second the Ohio State is placed in there, all prior rules are thrown out the window. Yeah. Just put the best two teams in if that's how we're going to do it this year. I'd support that, yeah. It's, it's bullshit. I mean – Oh my gosh, I, I it makes me so frustrated because it's just my teams never get this. <laughs> it always happens to them. Mm-hmm. They never reap the benefits of this kind of nonsense. But I mean, that is also just part of being a fan of any Indiana sports team. It feels like you're not going to get the breaks, but that also makes those victories taste that much sweeter. You know, I mean, being an Alabama fan would be fun. But after the sixth national championship, doesn't it get I old? mean, who am I kidding? I would still love that. <laughs> but, but no, the sixth definitely isn't as sweet as that first. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to our next uh, our national championship round next year. Definitely making that. I'm not seeing it. Oh, my God. All right, well, let's just say IU won the bucket game. End of story. And we'll move on to the Colts game we just watched. Uh, What are your thoughts? Great game. It's like the fact that we can beat, like, a team that is capable of beating the Chiefs and they can compete with any team. Yeah, I mean, they looked good today. Yeah. Finally. Like, it... We're always showing our warts. We're always coming up just short on my expectations, I feel like. But today, they all showed up. Each guy did. Well, I did we did let up a few yards where I, our defense 
could have held them to less yards for sure. But at the same time, our turnovers were just through the roof. Like I, that definitely met my expectations and surpassed them for yeah, sure. Defense stepped up big time today. That more interception was absolutely awesome. Yeah, I definitely appreciate more, way more than I've ever like have. Like he turnover machine. You appreciate more, more. Exactly. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, uh, Taylor showed up out there trucking dudes, getting laid down. What's new? Yep. I mean, that guy, I'm thinking over, like, rookie. Nobody had, a, like, a really huge impact on the offensive side of the ball as far as rookies go. Um. I just mean league-wide. I guess you can say Joe Burrow kind of showed up because that dude was under fire at all points. Like, the Bengals would have been just as trash as last year if they had anybody behind there that wasn't currently a starter in the NFL or Joe Burrow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he really stepped up. But, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, when he shows up, he shows up. He could have been – I think he can be the best – player out of this draft as far as the the offensive side of the ball goes. Yeah, and consistency too. Yeah, I mean the guy is a workhorse. I feel like if he was drafted by any other team he'd be their bell cow going to them snap after snap but it just so happens we have Naheem Hines that we can rely on too now. Mm -hmm. And our running back room is just I love it. (laughs) I love it so much. Makes me miss um Marlon. Yeah. Yeah. Mac Truck. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, if we had him, I mean, that's almost too many options. <laughs> like. The trifecta. It's that saying, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. Like, if you have three running backs, you don't have two. I, I, there's logic behind that, trust yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. I understand it. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean it's it's great. I, I feel I I have no complaints really. I mean, it feels good to just smack a team any given week. Like the only time that I've felt this this season with with the Vikings, that game was fun to watch, just like this one. Yeah, and it and it kind of re. I feel re-energized. I feel like that that kind of win gives hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like come on, and and uh, I'm just like that immature idiot who's like and this team beat the chiefs we can beat the chiefs (laughs) yeah (laughs) and and i oh god i do not know if that's the case but hopefully we will have to see Mm um yeah i mean it was great to see everything everybody clicking ty showing up two touchdowns he really woke up we definitely was much needed. It was just a matter of time, really. Yeah, and I feel like that was what was missing in those first eight games. Just a playmaker for Phillip Rivers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, just an option, a dependable option. Um, I mean, he's so crucial to have when we when it's third and change. Like, or, I mean, his plays today were some pretty big plays yeah which credit to all the rest of the wide receivers i think they're all pretty great um moali cox is that dude 
Yeah, freaky. Huge, dude. <laughs> huge, huge dude. Yeah, he, he is the man. But when T.Y.'s clicking, T.Y.'s clicking. Chef's in the kitchen cooking up something nice. And, yeah, it all just worked out for us. I mean, Philip, just being Philip out back there. Release is a little wonky, but we'll take it when he's uh, just taking care of that ball, not not throwing interceptions. We don't need those. I mean, and as far as defensively, it seems like everybody was flying out there today. Three interceptions on, or three turnovers on the day. Now we're 10 up on the turnover differential, which is just major. That's I, insane. I, uh, I missed that stat. Yeah, that that's pretty damn crazy. I uh, got to commend the boys on that. Now we're going back to, uh, we're going to stay in that sixth slot in the playoffs. Dolphins are looking pretty good behind us, though. I saw, I was checking out the Dolphins' schedule, and I think it gets pretty hard, like, for the rest of the way out. You said they have a tough schedule on the way out? Yeah. So I think the playoffs looks pretty promising. Do you think John Gruden's a good coach? No, I, I, no, I, I spider see, two wide yeah, banana. No, I, I don't think he's a great coach. Um, but he also hasn't, I don't think he's been given a grade a weapon to judge whether or not he's a good coach. He hasn't really had a name that stands out to me. I mean, Amari Cooper, that's all great, but yeah. how, how do you handle Antonio Brown? Probably as best as he could. Yeah, well, you can't. <laughs> Antonio Brown is just an absolute nutcase. You can't judge any coach dealing with that situation. Mm-hmm. I love I love his football mentality, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, what, what's that? Like, I was weak in, the, in today's game. He was talk, talking about Josh Jacobs, and Josh Jacobs was injured, coming off an injury, and then Coach, coach was just talking – but Coach Gruden was just talking about how, oh, real running backs are toughen up. The best of the best are playing through injuries. Football mindset. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, um, I mean, let's just talking about Josh or Jonathan Taylor again. I'm looking over his stat line. He had 20 carries for 150 yards. The first drive he had, the first drive was very impressive. He had like 60 on the first drive. That was scary. Oh, Way to well, start. you can call it a day of that. Yeah. Like, you did your job. <laughs> Everything after that, I mean, uh, two touchdowns. That's pretty damn awesome. Love that. The touchdown that was in Wildcat with Naeem Hines really caught my attention. I like that formation. We usually run it with Jacoby back there taking the snap. But Naeem Hines called the pretty good option, and Jonathan Taylor just walked in. Oh, my gosh. You should run a triple wildcat. With all three of them? With all three of them in the backfield. Yeah, that would be. A three-man, like, side to side to side. Could you just snap it to, like, any it, Yeah, you can snap it to anyone you want. <laughs> that would be awesome. As long as the ball goes backwards, it's live. Oh, that, yeah, that. I'm sure Frank has that. Yeah, has he, something drawn up. He's saving it. Yeah, that's our Philly Philly. <laughs> uh, so going back to just f- talking on Frank a bit, what'd you think about that uh, 
one yard to go with two seconds left. Man, I really thought we were going to go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he caught so much flack in the media last week for going for it on that one. Just flying too close to the sun, always wanting yeah. more. And he's just like, fine, you nerds. I'll, I'll do what you want. You want <laughs> fine. points. Ooh, let's just kick it. But just the one-yard line and Frank, it's a match made in heaven, really. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That, that oh, you know, you know he wanted to do it so bad. <laughs> so bad. I mean, all in all, I wish we had more to talk about just because I feel like this game didn't really give us anything to talk about because I feel like it just went smooth for us. It just solidified my thoughts that I already had. My hopes about the Colts. Yeah, everything was clicking. It feels good. Feels good. Um, going into the Texans next week, I mean, I feel like if we can, I feel like we will be more prepared for Deshaun Watson, whatever he has, especially after a game like this. Derek Carr seemed to be under pressure for most of the game. As long as we can, and I almost feel like the way that they were pressuring him just from what I was seeing was a lot more just close the pocket on them. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't trying to swim guys. They weren't, they were honestly, it looked like they were bull rushing dudes into them. Yeah. Which is how you need to play Deshaun Watson. Are you sure about that though? I feel like that's when Deshaun Watson's best. No, no. I feel like Deshaun Watson, you just have to make the, instead of trying to get through the line, you just need to shrink the pocket. And keep him in it. Keep him in it, yeah. yeah. Which is exactly how I think that we were getting pressure on Derek Carr today. Yeah, that makes sense. Don't let him get out. Don't let him do his Sandlot and bullshit. All right, I do want to commend Phil just because I always thought that he was just always checking down, and he does do a lot of checking down. But I will commend him on the fact that we had eight different receivers make a catch today. That's spreading the love. Yeah. I mean, when you can get every part, the defense can't really adjust. Uh, you got to keep them on their toes, and that's when, when when the defense is on their toes, that's when we can have T.Y. making those 40-yard mm-hmm. touchdowns. Um, and, I mean, that's always what we've depended on him for, and it's just nice to see it finally coming together and him finally being able to do that since Andrew Luck. I think it takes just a minute to get used to T.Y.'s, I mean, Philip Rivers throw, like that spiral, just yeah. looks different. Yeah, especially on the deep ball, I would feel like it's yeah. going to be a lot different. And Ty lives by the deep deep ball. All right, you saw that, and then just on the interceptions. I mean, Willis's interception was kind of a fluke. It felt like. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to be alert for that though. Yeah, yeah, you got to be on your toes, making sure you're ready to make a play when it presents itself, and he did. Mm. Return that for about 50 yards. Touchdown Colts, love to see it. Always love to see the big men post up for their picture in the end zone. Pick six, oh, I love those pictures. <laughs> I want to be in one of those so bad. <laughs> oh, that's a Christmas card, if I've ever seen one. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I liked uh, our celebration dance today. RTD, TY's first celebration, the whole gang was dancing. Uh, <laughs> Jacoby Brissett even came from the sidelines all the way up. I love that. Just <laughs> dance with 
I love that. I can't. I I, I just like to imagine them practicing that in practice. Like, all right, the next one who scores, we're gonna have this dance routine down. Oh, did you, did you see that uh, red carpet celebration by the Browns? Oh yeah, Baker's in Baker's smooth. slide. Oh my god, <laughs> Baker's slide in was the coolest. Oh my god, so cool. Yeah, like, like that was some that was some agility. Like genie shit. Genie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the way he transitioned, his legs were moving so fast. Like, it was like <laughs> that was that was cool. Yeah, that was it was on time too. That was swag, fam. As they say. <laughs> All right. Speaking of the Browns, it's now time for Grace Browns Report. Now it's time for your Browns Report. This is the segment each week that Gray will cover what he knows about the Browns this week. As we all know, Gen Zers love Baker and the Browns. Um. So, uh, Gray, what you got for me this week? How'd the Browns look? I think they won. Okay. Um. The Browns actually play tomorrow. <laughs> All I know is that they're going to be looking clean. Baker's <laughs> going to be looking good. Jarvis is going to look good. They actually, yeah, they did not play today. But, <laughs> <laughs> and that was your Browns report. All right, and back to uh, another weekly segment. This week we have uh, explain it to me. But we are doing a little special explain it to me this week. I uh, just wanted to kind of quiz Gray. We could sit here and go through slang terms that these kids are using these days. Or we could just translate it for you. I mean, I wanted to say a statement that, like, a grown-ass individual would use. And I just want Graylin to translate it back to me in the language of his people. I can do that. All right. Thank you, Mom and Dad. That meal was absolutely delicious. Yo, Mom, that was fire. (laughs) 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 That sounds weird. I'm just going to head over to my friend's house and hang out for a little bit. We uh, don't really have any plans. Hey, I'm sliding to the homie's crib. We're just chilling. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's a common one, you know. Did you hear that new Killers album? That album is so great. Take your time. That Killers joint is bumping. All right, now we have our last one for the day. Man, last night I had a few too many beers, and boy was I drunk. Last night was a movie, man. It was crazy. Last night was a movie? <laughs> yep, that's all you I love that night. line. Last night was a movie. You could have made a movie about it. That's how crazy it was. I just said I got drunk. not real but just like for the this hypothetical Mm -hmm. god hypothetically it was a movie (laughs) last night was a movie god i I do love that one (laughs) i do love that one and now we're going to go to a new segment this is going to be the list each week gray is going to come up with a list of five items and uh gray what kind of list you got for us today I have a list of the top five craziest and bizarre mascots. As com- and is this compiled by yourself? Yes, it is. Okay, in, awesome. in my own opinion. Yep, and each week these lists will be compiled by him. <laughs> Just to let you know. 
All right. So what you got for me? At first, at number five, I have the University of Santa Cruz in California, the Banana Slugs. No. Oh, that is that is uh, UCSB, I believe. U- University. Oh wait, so you said Santa Cruz. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Banana Slugs. I did know that one. I did yeah. know that one. That is a weak ass mascot. <laughs> I, I like I like the creativity of it. You know, who's gonna think of a banana slug as their mascot? A pervert. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I can only imagine a pervert. Okay, great. <laughs> the banana slugs, number five. That is a pretty great, unique mascot. This one's a common one. You guys might know it, but it's the Stanford trees. I like this one because if you look at the actual mascot, it looks ridiculous. It looks like a homemade tree. Yeah, it does look like some like somebody's mom just made it for him. Yeah, and I look actually I looked it up, and it said that every year the student body makes one, and then they have a competition, and then that one. No way! Yeah. I did not know that. That's what I read. I couldn't believe it either. That's crazy. Yeah. So every year it's different. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I that yeah that that is great. <laughs> Now that is definitely still one of my favorite mascots, but okay, the next one. We have Dartmouth, Keggy the Keg. Okay, now that can't be official. Yeah, no. <laughs> Dartmouth, <laughs> Ivy League school, they take academics very seriously. I don't even know if they have time for a mascot, really. But their student body is Keggy the Keg. Their student body mascot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just a big keg person. Yeah. All right. That's a pretty cool mascot. <laughs> the next one. Um, the University of Arkansas at Monticello. And there's a bull weevil. Can, wait, can you say that school again? <laughs> <laughs> the University of Arkansas at Monticello. 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 I imagine. <laughs> I, don't, I can't read it, but I imagine that's what it is. There are the bull weevils. The bull weevils. Do you know what those are? I looked it up, and they're like bugs, and they look pretty, pretty, like. Dude, I'm pretty sure those are stink bugs. Really? Like, stink bugs do look freaking prehistoric. Mm-hmm. Prehistoric. That yeah. was the word. They look like dinosaurs. Yes. The bull weevil. Yeah, and they, in, the, in the 20s, they, like, smacked the cotton industry, and it was bad. That's that's my research in. Okay. <laughs> they smacked them. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> now, in the history book, you found that. It just said these things really smacked the In economy. quotations, <laughs> smacked the economy. All right. The, okay. And for number five, your final one. I have some honorable mentions. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Really going above and beyond. Thank yeah. you. I have the North Carolina fighting pickles. I just like Pickle Rick and Rick and, Rick and Morty. Wait, the fighting pickles? What North Carolina? What is it like a the School of Arts? Okay, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do they have a basketball team? Do they have a football team? I don't know. I can't imagine. <laughs> they have painting teams. There, no, they don't. Right? <laughs> Nobody has painting teams. That isn't a thing. The art schools do. No, I'm. I'm I don't think you get into teams. And Graylin, the thing about art. 
Oh God. Okay. Any other honorable mentions? Um, I have the St. Louis University Billiken, and I didn't know what this was when I first heard it. Oh, yeah, I know what this is just because I know of like gnomes and shit. <laughs> yeah, I've seen their logo in March Madness a few times, but it does look like a gnome. So, what do you know about it? Just, I can't. I don't know if it's scary looking or. Do if you it's know what a billiken is? No. So Wikipedia says the Billiken is a charm doll created by an American art teacher. What? And illustrator Florence Pretz of Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, so it's just a little charm doll, and it kind of does look like it. But what? That it? That thing looks satanic. Looks like a little demon baby. Yeah. Okay, so they're <laughs> the St. Louis demon babies. That's kind of ironic. All right, your name? I mean, your next one? Um, This would be my last of the list. And I have Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Is he the Islander? I like this one because Texas. Why do they have an Islander as their mascot? Is Corpus Christi an island? I don't even know. I, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to sound so dumb if it is. One second. But anyway, this thing looks like, you know, it looks like a built Hawaiian dude with a tiki mask on. Like, it looks like in Jim Carrey's The Mask, when he takes the mask off and it's like hard wood, it looks like he's wearing that. Corpus Christi has a Long Island on it. <laughs> okay, so I guess it makes sense. <laughs> You thought they were in the middle of the plains. Yeah, I did. I thought they were in the middle you of the You thought they were cowboys calling themselves <laughs> islanders. <laughs> Dude, it's still like the ocean's right there. Yeah. But I was thinking like Pacific like island, like Hawaii type. All right. <laughs> Kraylin, God, you are beautiful, man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh. All right. Hey, great list. Great list. Thank you. I do I do enjoy that list. Now, um you better find a good one for next week. Um all right, so uh just wanted to it's a bit of a short episode this week. We just uh don't have much to talk about. I mean, everybody was clicking and I mean, <laughs> we like to talk about what we don't like more often than what we do. Everything yeah. looked great. I feel good about this win. I'm going to sleep well tonight. How about you? I feel that exactly. You know, you got to focus on the Texans. I like I like how this season we're playing like our division rivals like the week after like we after play them, you know? Like, yeah. Two weeks like, apart. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Te- yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But we know what the Texans like what they like to play. Mhm. Just backyard football, basically. Yep. Okay, so, uh, yep, before we get out of here, we're just going to give our off- our uh, MVP of the day. Gray, who you got? I liked Kenny Moore. Yeah, he made it the craziest, one of the craziest yeah. catches in my life. I'm ordering that poster yeah. tomorrow. It looked like the Jordan <laughs> Jumpman. Yeah, that was sweet. It. That yeah. was sweet. So, thank you, Carr. That was a pretty awesome poster I get to have forever. Mm-hmm. But also that interception... Like, I didn't even realize this. I forgot about it. But he's always making turnovers. He had the interception against uh, the Texans. 
that would like slip through the hands. That was weird. One thing I like about him too is like, if you notice, is he wears like a headband. It's like a ninja tie-up headband. It's pretty cool. Looking like Naruto out there. Yeah, exactly like Naruto. <laughs> Intercepting the ball, running down the field with the arms back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give it out to uh, Jonathan Taylor. 150 yards tw- on 20 carries, two touchdowns. This guy is just an absolute stud. Um, no complaints about him today. He was finding the holes. Getting some yards, not taking damage, not getting hurt. Love to see it from top to bottom. All right, guys, we'll be back next week, hopefully with a lot more to talk about. Yeah. Um. Hopefully it'll just be another. We smack smack the Texans. Yeah, actually, hopefully we have nothing to talk about. Yeah. Hopefully all the play does its talking for itself. All right, thank you, and. Thank you for listening to the Horse Divided Podcast. We'll be back next week. See ya. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Horse Divided Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Horse Divided or send us an email horsedivided at gmail.com. Presented by the reversible jacket.com.